The words may be familiar, but the voices are not. Series six of the What the Fartlet podcast just took a turn for the better. Tuesday was International Women's Day and in celebration of all things female, we've turfed the Chuckle Brothers out and have taken over this week's show. If you enjoy the episode, then feel free to petition for a permanent change of host. But if nothing else, please do leave us a rating and review, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Please also take a minute to check out our partners for this series. We are working alongside Run For Your Mind, an incredible charitable foundation, supporting people with their mental health through running and Rasselback Running, an awesome company putting on unique events throughout the year. All the info for these guys is in our bio, where you can also find details about becoming part of our online running community. Our Fartlek family is available to all, a safe space for people to come together, make some pals and find support on their running journeys. Just ping us a message to find out more. Now with that being said, I think we should get on with the show and show these idiots how it's done and when you don't bicker like children. Are you ready ladies? Hit the music! Are you alone, groupie, and are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're shooting a frag gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world that fight like run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your tail. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Welcome to the world that fight like run community. Welcome to the world that fight like run community. Hi everybody and welcome to this week's episode of What the Fartlet Podcast. My name is Sammy and I am here to host this week's episode along with my fellow ladies of the What the Fartlet team. I have with me Louise (laughs) and Emma. Wonderful. We're here to celebrate International Women's Day but we're going to style it out to a weekly episode because why not? We did it once before, we can do it again. The women are here to take over. Ladies, how have your week been? What have you been up to this week? Really good. And I'm just going to highlight from if you listened last year and we started with singing that song, I can only apologise that you had to experience that 22 seconds. Yeah, I I can also (laughs) apologise. Now, we can actually apologise for it, Louise. That was an awful choice of what we did. Sometimes I'll wake up at 3am and think about that and (laughs) then I won't be able to get back to sleep. It's like... I was going to say ruin my life. That's extreme. But yeah, that was, I'm sorry, everyone, for doing that. I'm just so glad that you didn't suggest doing it again because I <laughs> so don't, please don't make me do that. Yeah, honestly, I have nightmares. As soon as I hear that song come on the radio, I'm like, no, turn it I off. I can't listen. I start sweating and shaking. And <laughs> we, we, can, we completely did it dish just if that song. It's just awful. <laughs> The fact that we can't say girls in the same like breath and be synchronised, <laughs> saying girls, girls, oh, girls, God. it's just awful. It yes, was probably so. the least empowering thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Right, okay, let's, people are listening, hopefully. Um, this week, what have I done? I had a birthday. Yay. Happy birthday. Thank you. So, like most people, I'm taking two years off my age because of the last two years. I think that's a standard thing, isn't it? Yeah, of course, standard. Um, what else has happened? I also ran my second 10K since birthing a human, thanks well to Jack and his yeah. man. Um, and, and how did it go? How did you feel? Oh, really good, actually. Um, 
compared to, well, we'll probably go into it later, but yeah, compared to how it's been getting there, you know, when you think I'll never be able to do that again. Yeah. And then it was an easy pace and it was actually easy. My heart rate was lower, breathed, but I followed Jack's plan. He, um, although we loll at him sometimes, he is a really, really good running coach. I'll say it. Well done. But that's my week. I'll stop now. Emma, how was yours? (laughs) Um, mine, I don't, I don't know, I'm jumping in now, I'm going to talk about mine. Um, pretty good running-wise, I actually managed to get up one morning and run early, um, which I just can't do. And it was daylight, which is just so nice, not to have the horrible dark mornings. Um, and part run, of course, and then I did a run with Ben today, jumped in the middle of Ben's John, at long run with him and Jordan. Um, that was really good, so yeah. Um, managed to get some miles in for a change um, just being lazy and eating everything <laughs> sounds a dream <laughs> How about and I, I, and I, well um well the most important thing is what did you eat <laughs> yes everything we've now got like a designated snack cupboard it's like there's a little, a little cupboard next to the fridge and that is now just entirely full of biscuits and chocolate which is amazing, but it, it's not a really great habit to have, I suppose. Um, I, I might, you know, I'm not putting on weight, but I'm maybe getting diabetes, who knows. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favourite snack, just randomly quick? Oh, God, no, that's too difficult. That is too hard to answer quickly, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Okay, I'll leave it. Sam, how was your week? My week has been really pretty quiet, like, nope zero running except for park run but it's been zero running um because i've been home alone with the kids this week um unfortunately one of our family members rob's nan has been really really poorly and rob's been back over in witness to spend some time with her and the rest of his family so i've been home alone with the kids this week back over in sheffield um but yeah so i've not been able to get out running for that reason um but apart from that nothing really well been and done part run this weekend which was nice actually managed to go back home to witness and do part run with rob and a couple of the what the fartlet family so claire Manane, um rob corns um nadine and um there was a another lady there kelly i can't remember her surname sorry so um she was there and it was lovely yeah it was a nice little what the fartlet family meet up and we saw andy bradley there he came over with the family for a quick chat so that was nice and then rob and i have been at alton race course today and rob's been emceeing for run through and i've been volunteering so it was nice actually being on the other side of an event for a change and helping out volunteering and handed out some medals and karen cresswell busy birdie was there and she did a uh, 16 miles and she smashed it and i was able to give her a medal for it which hey. was wonderful. so it was nice to see a lot of the fartlet family this weekend um, but yeah, so apart from being a slow week, it's been a hectic weekend. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm knackered now. <laughs> you smashed Park Run. You had a really good run. Do you know, sweet, you were saying you've been struggling a bit since uh, you had COVID. And do, do you know what? I'm like, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, when, when I did Park Run on, uh, at the weekend, I was, because I did um, Cliff Row with you the previous weekend, didn't we, Emma? And that was such a tough course. 
and I was beating myself up about it because I haven't ran in quite a while because of coming back from COVID and then tonsillitis and then just work life and mental health and all that jazz getting in the way and it's really took a knock on my running and my confidence has really dipped and doing cliff roll with you I think started to build up that confidence again and just having a, a running buddy with me but then did witness on my own um albeit with everybody else around running and I was really really pleased with my time I haven't seen a time like that for a while and with no running at all for a while it's just given me that little bit of a boost I needed and that you know I can do it I just have to have a bit of belief in myself yeah, I mean, it's a mental battle as well as a physical one. But Absolutely, yeah. Back in the right headspace, and that's that's a brilliant start. Definitely. Um, also, elephant in the room, you'll have um, heard that Jo isn't with us. Well, she's not introduced herself. So Jo isn't with us today. Um, however, she has put in so much hard work and effort into planning this week's episode um, she's just not with us because um, she's got her second, her fifth round of chemo, sorry, tomorrow morning. So she needs all the rest she needs tonight, bless her, to get through that. And um, she has sent you all a voice note just to give you an update on how she's doing. You are all in her thoughts and she's so happy and appreciative of all the love and support she's got from you all. So she's just sent you a voice note to have a quick listen to. So I'll leave you with a quick message from our Joe. Hello, Fartlet family. This is Joe, aka Now Then Mardi Boob. And I just wanted to come on and say a huge, huge thank you to every single one of you guys that has supported me these last few months since my breast cancer diagnosis in September. The outpouring of love and support from IG and the running community has just been immense. The messages, the comments, the gifts, the cards, all of it has just meant the absolute world to me and provided me with a huge amount of comfort during some very dark times so thank you so so much my life just changed in the blink of an eye and coming to terms with a breast cancer diagnosis at forte and coming to terms with the brutality of the treatment that was to follow has just been one of the most difficult things i've ever had to deal with and i really could not have done it without the incredible support network that i'm lucky enough to have around me and that includes you guys so thank you so so much um just a really quick update in terms of where i'm at with my treatment so following the breast cancer diagnosis in september i had an immediate single mastectomy and reconstruction in the october uh, and then early december started chemotherapy um, and by the time this goes out i will have just completed round five of chemo so just one more to go the end is in sight um, and I really cannot wait to close this chapter of, of my cancer journey because chemo is absolutely brutal. Um, and it has taken me to the edge of, of what I can endure physically and mentally. Um, and there's still a long way to go. Um, the type of cancer that I was diagnosed with is aggressive and it requires everything throwing at it to, to keep it at bay and to stop it coming back, basically. So... There's more operations to come, there's radiotherapy, there's hormone therapy. Um, we really are throwing everything at it and it's going to be tough, but I am tougher. This has shown me how strong I am um, and it has shown me what the power of love, the power of friendship and the power of community can do. 
Um, and just knowing I'm not alone on this journey has just offered me a huge amount of strength and, and comfort. Um, I, I've got my eyes on the prize. I've got so much to look forward to on the other side of this. Um, and I cannot wait to start living again. Um, it was just really important to me that I came on today and took this opportunity to say thank you to you all. The running community really is something special and I feel incredibly lucky to be part of it. So thank you. And finally, International Women's Day 2022. So shout out to all you badass women out there who are kicking ass and taking names. I'm really lucky to know so many incredibly strong, resilient, fierce, inspiring women. So just shout out to all you fantastic ladies out there. May we know them. May we be them. May we raise them. And one last thing. Check those damn boobies. Love you all. And that's what we've been all up to this week. Lou, what have we got coming up on today's show? My goodness, we have packed everything in. So um, we have got a message from Kat. We've caught up with Kat, who was on Series 2, Episode 12, um, on, well, what's happened the last year. And obviously, it's International Women's Day week year. So that's Kat Roberts at Kat the Runner. Then we go on to Park Run Roundtable with us three whiz us three because apparently i can't speak and um a bit of smj and j then roll call and thank yous thank yous wow Ooh. sounds like a action-packed show well um should we kick it off then with kat um let's have a little um listen to her she's kindly sent us across a voice note um just giving us a rundown from the past year yeah, and she has an important message for the international women's day Let's take it over to Kat. One year on. Perhaps it's the universe playing some form of backward joke on us, but I find it really hard to navigate the fact that the murder of Sarah Everard and International Women's Day land so close together. One year on from her heart-wrenching murder and the world likes to think it's made progress. Now, I'm not a pessimist or an optimist by nature. I fall somewhere in between. Some may call it realism, but realistically, I can't fathom how little we've changed our ways in a year. In the grand scheme of things, a year is an incredibly short amount of time. A drop in the ocean on the grand timeline of societal and institutional misogyny. So perhaps we were being naive when we expected drastic change and attitude shifts from those who perpetuate the fear. Underlying or otherwise, some, if not most, women and people of marginalised genders face daily. And we still march. We still run in solidarity for the women who are unable to speak, shout and march with us. For Ashling, for Sabina, for Biba and Nicole, Sarah and so many sisters I can't even begin to name because the list is endless. For the black women, who are more likely to disappear without media coverage. For the disabled women who fall under the radar consistently, for the elderly women who are forgotten. It's vital we are not disheartened by the perceived lack of progress around us. It's hard to accept that within the past few weeks, the government have rejected the move to make misogyny a hate crime. I remember the hope and sense of relief when those who had campaigned tirelessly for years to get this fight, even just acknowledged by Parliament, were acknowledged. 
So the rejection is a numbing backward step. Every woman is so tired of her relentless fight for freedom. And we can acknowledge our privileges whilst also admitting we're tired. I started off speaking about catcalling. I find myself now amidst a sea of greater severity and braver women than I can even fathom. And it's our duty to continue to acknowledge this acts in society that perpetuate a consistent sense of sexism, no matter their severity. In the light of the countless women we have lost this year, it's so easy sometimes to dismiss how a grope or a heckle might make us feel. Do not. Every single act of violence perpetuated toward a person because of their gender can and sadly often does lead to greater severity consequences. And we should not have to put up with this. We should not have to still march. But whilst it's available to us still, we have a duty to continue to speak out, runners, continue to keep each other safe. It might sound cheesy and a bit mid-pandemic-esque, but when we speak out for each other, we really do inflict change. We run in solidarity for those who are no longer with us to run. Keep running forward. Together, we will stop male violence against women and girls. Thanks, Kat. Such a powerful message there. And yeah, we do have a responsibility to do our part and question and call out behaviour that is inappropriate. So thank you for taking the time to send that message across to us. It's much appreciated. Um, and yeah, so let's swiftly move on to the next part of the show. And I believe this is over to you, Emma. Right, you lovely lot. Next up, we've got our resident park run extraordinaire emma she's going to give us all the lowdown on the latest park run she's been visiting with her better half ben emma where have you been so this week we went to robert's park run in saltaire in bradford um so we planned to go to this one i don't even know when did it snow whenever it snowed um for their event number eight the Fibonacci sequence. Obviously it snowed, we couldn't even get off the street, so we waited until it was event number 21, because we wanted to get 21 in the Fibonacci sequence. Um, so yeah, we managed to go this week, and yeah, it's a lovely, lovely park run. If anybody visits their Facebook page, they are the most enthusiastic bunch of volunteers. Uh, when we've had all the bad weather, They've just, I think they've only ever cancelled a couple of times because every time the weather's bad and something happens, they just create a new course. They'll do anything to keep going. So we've been really looking forward to this one and it, it didn't disappoint. Um, been to this, this was my 49th different park room. And that's just the friendliest bunch of volunteers. They're always friendly, but these just went above and beyond. Um, any other one that we've been to. Um, the course itself, they've got a brand new course this week, which is now the official course mm -hmm. that avoids all the dodgy bits. So hopefully they'll be able to stick with it now. So what are the dodgy bits? Well, because it go, runs by some water, so then every time it was like too cold, it was icy, or then it was flooded. Then, you know, obviously the problems with trees and 
there's bits where it's trails, so it was too muddy, and you run through a little snicket as well, and that was near the start, which is a terrible idea, to be fair. I don't know why they did that. So obviously everybody ploughed towards that, and then just it was a bottleneck. I don't think they expected it to be as popular as it is when they started doing it, because um, there's quite a lot of patterns in Bradford. But yeah, it's a really popular one. Can I just ask, for people who are thick like me, what is a snicket? Well, <laughs> I, in Barnsley, we wouldn't call it a snicket. We'd call it a ginnel. Some places call it a genel. Oh, a genel, a genel. Yeah. No, what, what Isn't that an words? entry, though? There's so many different words for it. But they had a is side it, is, it just an, is it a narrow path? Yeah, it's just like a little path down the side. Ah, uh, I get you. Yeah. So what would you call that, Sammy? Well, an entry from from um, where where I'm originally from in weirdness. Um, we have at the back of our backyards because um, I didn't have a back garden. I had a backyard. We'd have an entry, and that's where all your bins go, and it's like all cobbled and looks a bit like Coronation Street. Yeah. You know the famous uh, back entrance. So <laughs> that that would be. We, I'd call that an entry, but being up here in Sheffield now, um, where the pathway leading from the back of our estate, we've got a few little ginnels or genels. Yeah. So yeah, That's I've, got a bit, I've got a bit of both. Or an alleyway. That's back up north though, yeah. in witness. It's That's very confusing. <laughs> another one for people to argue over in yes. the like group chat. It's normally arguing about bread cakes, baps, um, whether you put cream or jam on your scone first, that's been this week's argument. But yeah, so they've moved it round to the Snicket is later on in the part room and it works better. It's quite a, I'd say it's quite a fast course, apart from the fact we turned up, Ben had got his brand new shoes on and mine got some fairly new shoes on because um, it says it's got a short section of trail and the volunteers laughed at us and went oh look at your new shoes and there were loads of people in trail shoes who were like oh no <laughs> um yeah it was quite muddy starts off on paths and then you go down a little kind of gravelly trail and then it was just puddles mud there's even some steps to go over um so that's probably the only slow bit and then there was a bit where you had to go over grass and you were kind of going a bit ankle deep but it didn't seem to slow people down. It's pretty fast course. Um, I forgot what I was going to say now. Um, yeah, a guy in front of me lost his shoe. He had trail shoes on. But and he, he lost his shoe? Not, he, he obviously not tied his shoe on tight enough and the mud just sucked his shoe off and he oh. had to run back for it. <laughs> so that was quite funny. Uh, yeah, I had a good run. Yeah. I was pretty annoyed because towards the end it's like a downhill finish yeah and somebody it was like they waited until the last second to put a serious sprint on and just jump straight in front of me at the finish line rude so i mean they could at least give you a warning if you're gonna have a bit of a sprint off at the end and then of course when i got my token and i checked my 5k app if he hadn't gone in front of me I would have got position bingo. <gasps> position bingo. No. Do you think, would you forgive him if he had got position bingo? If I'd got position bingo. No, if he yeah. had. If he was like, I'm sorry I'd done that, but I needed that position for my bingo. Mm, 
Maybe. If he was as ruthless as Ben was, as Ben is with this part one half, and how Ben Ben literally stops to walk when he gets to the end to cross the line just to make sure he's at the end. Was it Ben in disguise, Emma? There is a a story about Ben and his finished position as well, because we bumped into at the start, we bumped into somebody Ben knows, uh, Mikey, uh, Mike the Rod Runner on Instagram, I think, or I could have got that totally wrong. And his friend Matt, um, they'd turned up for Fibonacci as well. And after we got through the finish, we started talking to Matt about the 5K app and started showing him it. And he's like, oh, this is really good. We were talking about position bingo. And Ben says, oh, I've got whatever position. And I needed the one before. And Matt had finished in front of him. And Matt's going, I'll swap your tokens if you want. (gasps) You are not doing that, Ben. You are not cheating. That was not your token. Um, so he didn't do it. Now, if I wasn't there, would he have done it? Oh my gosh! This is like EastEnders. It is done, done, done. That's it. That's gonna be it. Now, every time there's like um, after the end of a part run race, it's like, did he? Didn't he? I don't trust you anymore, Ben. And you're in charge of the part, and you're in charge of the part run cup, and you could have potentially swapped your token. Hmm. Well, yeah. I'd like to think he wouldn't have. I'll have that bit of faith in him. Yeah. Well, he did say, you know, it's like you can't really, with um, stopwatch, he's like, I would obviously walk over the line with stopwatch. And he says with position bingo, that one's, unless I'm finishing in the top 10, pretty much got to leave it up to chance and he's offered to do that. But yeah, we'll never know. I did escort him to get his barcode, uh, his token scan, just to make sure he didn't sneakily swap. <laughs> <laughs> And was there any delightful treats on offer to purchase a cup of coffee or a cake or any breakfast at this park, Emma? I've got a lovely little cafe, but there were nice. there was no tables available, so ah. it was freezing. So oh. we um, decided to go somewhere different. So we looked on Google Maps and just looked at breakfast. And I picked somewhere. And we got there, and it was quite nice. And you know when you're like, I'm covered in mud? <laughs> I'd put my bobble hat on because I'd got, you know, my hair was just needed washing, looked horrendous. And we walked in and everybody was like really dressed up. It was like somebody's birthday and there's balloons and well, <laughs> it, was, it was really nice food. But you know, when you think, oh, I just feel really not nice. for you, get out. As <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you can't have people like you coming in here. <laughs> but yeah, that was called Copper and Moss, and it was over the other side of the park. That was lovely. Very nice. nice. What did you that... get? Oh. What did I get? I got a full yeah, English. Sorry. It's quite a posh full English. Um, the beans were like haricot beans and chickpeas in a tomato sauce. Nah, I'd rather have Heinz, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, was a bit, I was a bit confused by that, to be honest. I was a bit like, why am I having chickpeas for breakfast? <laughs> so, but yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Lovely, lovely. Is it one that you'd go back to? Well, we don't really go back to part runs, do we? But um, I would say, I said to Ben at the end of that one, I said, that's one of my favourites. Um, not at the top, but it was definitely one of my favourites. It just, the volunteers were just so friendly. And they're always friendly, but they just absolutely love in life. They, they're just so excited about what they do and they just they just love their part run. Um, and it's a, it's a lovely location. So, yeah, it was a great one. Oh, and... Yeah, it's my, I've uh, just had a, a nudge about um, how it's my 50th location 
next week. Hey! Where are you going? going? Yeah. Oh, you don't say it, do you? Or will you? Not, we've not decided, Ma, because Ben's got a race on the Sunday and we're staying over for that one. So we don't know whether to go down there early and do one down there. That's in Peterborough. Or stay up here and go down later in the day because we don't really want to be getting up, driving two hours and then being in Peterborough and going, what are we going to do while we're down here? I don't know. <laughs> Well, it's going to be somewhere new, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Congrats. Well, thank you very much, Emma, for letting everybody know where you've just been for part run. Um, and I'm looking forward to where you go next week for your 50th. It's exciting. Hopefully, it might be somewhere where some of the Fartlet family can join you to celebrate. Or if you're staying local ish somewhere we can all try and travel up to i'm back in witness next week um lou are you venturing out to park run anytime soon witness um no i'm not <laughs> no i'm not Why not? nine o'clock <laughs> is a precious time to get freddie down for a nap so either park run change it or i wait until he doesn't nap in the morning right <laughs> I think I think um, Slow Farrow would agree with you for that. You two, I think you two need to set up a petition. <laughs> Should we just do our own, like run park? Yeah. And try and start there. <laughs> the other thing I need to mention uh, for anybody who didn't watch the draw is we've done the draw for the next round of the cup. Oh, of course. We have. Course. How exciting. Yeah, it was quite exciting. A few twists in that one. Um, so we've got 16 people left in the cup. There's uh, a villain, isn't there? I'll say it. There's a villain within there's, them. There's always a pantomime villain. Lou, who's the villain? Uh, well, Papa Penfold even done a roll call for this man. And then he went out and done a park run. I don't want to do spoil. It's not a spoiler, is it? And then beat Papa Penfold. So Byron, even Ooh, after paying Byron. for that breakfast, <laughs> oh, he yeah. went and brackets well done amazing you smashed your yeah. um park run pb but close brackets it was papa penfold's birthday <laughs> Ow. that was a bit of a chicken yeah and it was his, man it was his all-time park run pb barons so he's absolutely gone out and killed himself to knock him out of the cup that is a serious rivalry there Oh yeah, massive, massive well done. He's not actually a villain. Unless he wants to play that part, then we can definitely I don't know, hype it up. Yeah, like a comedy mustache. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did we get any good draws for this next round, Emma? I've oh, got the list with me. Um we've got I'm trying to think Byron's Byron's got Kirsty Porter, so that's a lot. There's a Derby, local. Um and then did we have a local one up here, Paul Griffiths and did Paul Simon Grace, wasn't it? Joe's Simon be Grace. Uh, Joe's better half, Simon Grace, yeah. So, hopefully so a, local one. a match up there. Couldn't we say, like, go and watch it on the, like, Instagram page? Is that what people do? Link it yeah. and then it makes it look good? Like we're professional. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> Because we're, we're all about being professional on here, aren't we? <laughs> Just, yeah, to be <laughs> Hashtag. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then an awkward silence, which yeah. added. I know. To... <laughs> this is... <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Go on our Instagram page. Look at that 
follow us, leave good comments on any posts about us. And uh, that's Park Run, I think, isn't it? It is. Cool. Cool beans. Right. You lovely lot. Swoosh. And that, folks, was our Park Run Roundup with Emma and her travels around the country doing Park Run with Ben. And now for you lovely lot, we haven't actually got a guest with us this week. And that's not because we're not prepared and we don't know what we're doing. Well, partly because we don't know what we're doing. But we thought there's three women here who have a lot to say. And we have a lot on our minds and we were thinking about bringing somebody on the show. And then we thought, well, actually, there's a lot that we could all talk about amongst ourselves. And that being said, it's just um, there's quite a few things we thought. Let's let's talk about it. And then I think a lot of you may relate to it yourself as well. So like in terms of coming back from injury, having a baby, falling out of love with running. Um, I think we've all, as women, experienced that, that from one time or another or going through that now. So any of you guys thinking the same as me or am I just going off on a tangent here? No, no, I mean, I think obviously, Lou, you've uh, you just had a baby. So and I think have you been doing Couch to 5K and getting back into running? So how's that been going? Yeah. Um... Well, he's like 10 months. Can I still say I've just had a baby or can yeah. I not get away with yes. that anymore? He is still a baby. Yeah. Oh, he is. Um, and so cute. Um, yeah, I done, I done Couch to 5K, completed it. And that was like after 12 weeks because I was like, I'm going to get back to running and I want to do this and I want to do it. And all these goals set out. Obviously, you don't think about the fact that you're going to live off two hours sleep for the rest of your life or... <laughs> um the other things are more of a priority so I'd done couch to 5k because it was a plan and then I didn't have time for running so I'd start I'd do one run a week if that and workouts here and there and I was running 5k but stopping like every k which there's absolutely nothing wrong with but for me it was kind of like I have lost everything and I can't be bothered to take a selfie or there's nothing to talk about from that run I don't know if you guys have had that yeah. um, before, but then I was like, right, pull yourself together. You like running. So I got in touch with Jack, which I spoke about earlier. He set me up a plan to get me to 10K. Um, and it was a six week plan. And I think it took 10 weeks, probably 10 or 11, because, again, I'd have a sleepless night or I wasn't well part of it. And yeah, but just having that plan and having something got me there so from running and I could only run for a few minutes and I'd have to stop I'd done my 10k the other day and uh twice two 10ks I've done now and I enjoy it again I look forward to going out for a run and when I'm out I'm happy and I'm not questioning every second of being out there brilliant makes sense brilliant and well done Jack for being there and um, putting that plan together he is a he is a, a brilliant coach like well. honestly I was I would message him like right I was meant to do this today and I've given up after this amount of time because I'm not feeling it and usually it'd be like ah oh, screw it I'm not doing this anymore and yeah. he'd send a message like listen you've got out and you've done this and he was so helpful but for me I need a plan so now that's yeah. done I am having three weeks of doing like the last week of the training plan just repeated and then I'm going to go back to him for help 
whether it be I don't know speed up a 5k or longer distance I'm not decided yet but I think you have to find what works for you and it is a plan for me so that helped and yeah I think as well like like you just said having a plan for you works best for you I imagine that would be helpful as well and needed with obviously planning around Freddie and like you said a, a run depends on if you've had a sleepless night or not so I think you and being so accommodating with that plan that you're able to adjust it and change the goal or change the distance or change the run to a different day or day and you know not fret about it and not worry about it I think that's really cool because I think I'd probably struggle with that in terms of being like no it's got to be done I have to do it because I I I think I'd struggle to separate from coming off plan if you know what I mean from no and I used to and that's like if I I don't know had said right I'm going to run four miles I would run four miles even if I'd only had an hour's sleep and I was really ill and then I'd get an injury but because I'd said but having Jack there stopped me doing that and I think if you are coming back from whatever it is baby whatever find someone to talk to because it will help which is why the running community is so nice but by putting it out there right I was meant to run four miles I've just given up at two I'm crap that's how you feel in that moment isn't it and then for me having Jack be like no you're not this is what you're doing and then run this next time just reach out and speak to someone but Jack really helped and a plan did for me as well but you're enjoying it aren't you yeah oh my god it's so nice because when you get out like if I Freddie is my first baby if I'm anywhere I'm like oh I wonder if he's napping or I wonder if he's you're always thinking about your baby aren't you yeah first one and first year but running I'm thinking about I need to breathe or not fall over right now (laughs) and it's like a (laughs) solid amount of time that I'm out there just thinking about uh well me and being alive breathing um yeah it's really nice I love it again good 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 and is it nice like obviously you just said just keep breathing just keep breathing <laughs> is it nice to just have that little bit of you back again and like you think you're, you're doing it for you this isn't to do with you running for Freddie or for Edward or for anybody else it's just for you oh and you sorry enjoy mate and not it. even posting it after yeah like I uh, was on one run and I saw this woman finish a run and then walk into her house and I was like she's not taking a selfie what what's happened there but then I tried it I was like oh my god this is so nice so it is really a selfish thing at the minute running and I'm soaking it all up but how about because you obviously um had Harper how did you find it and coming back coming back after Harper it was it it didn't I'm going to say this like this is where probably loads of people are going to scream down at me now like through whatever they're listening to the podcast now. <laughs> I'd already put myself under that comparison umbrella of right you have to get back now and get back into shape because that's how society perceives you and you have to look a certain way and be a certain way and look a certain way after having a baby and it's like me and you I think are polar opposites Lou like I was like I have to get back on plan. I have to do this. I have to get back to how I was. And I did it. But was I happy doing it? Probably not. No. Did I bust a gut doing it? Yes. Was it the wisest thing to do mentally for my health? Absolutely not. And I think, and I still fall into that trap now. And it's a never ending vicious cycle with me. Like, 
having Harper, like, don't get me wrong, I've run the best I've ever ran post Harper, post um, C-section, post having um, my third child. The best best times I've ever ran. And, you know, pat on the back. Like, I did do it through hard work, but I, I broke my back doing it, basically. And it's just sometimes I sit there and I have to have a word with myself thinking is this really necessary to put myself under so much stress and pressure because I feel like I have to be a certain way or look a certain way for other people and it ultimately it should just be for myself and I find nine times out of ten it's not and Again, like people be screaming down their thing at me going, what are you doing? Why why do you do it? And I don't know why. That's my honest answer. I don't know why. I worry that I don't look a certain way. Um, you, I feel very pressured with Instagram and social media. I think that plays a part with my mental health. You have to look a certain way and you have to be a certain uh, run a certain distance to be classed as a runner. You have to get a certain time to be considered even good. And I put all this immense pressure on myself and it's ridiculous. And the amount of times Rob's had to have a sit down and a word with me and be like, sweetheart, you know, get a grip. <laughs> it doesn't need to be like that. Running should be purely for enjoyment. And the thing is, I, I love running. I really, really do. And like I said, it does a lot for my mental health, but it also hinders my mental health as well because I fall into that tra trap of comparing my running to other people with um, my previous running because recently I've fallen out of running because I got COVID in January and then it's took me a long time to recover from that and then unfortunately then being negative from COVID, I bloody got tonsillitis a week later. So it was like my immune system just completely shut down and I've not regained my fitness back to its entirety ever since. And I know it's going to be a slow slog. I know I've got to put the work back in, but I've finally come into terms with, with, with it that, you know, this ain't going to be a quick fix. I've got to be patient and that's my problem. I'm never patient. Like, touch wood, I'm lucky I don't get injured. I mean, I, I had my injury at Chester, but I got over that pretty quickly and I don't really pick up injuries. Um, but COVID has completely wiped out my fitness and it's also it's done quite a, a bit to my mental health as well. I'm, I'm struggling a lot because obviously I'm seeing everybody smashing it on IG races doing amazing things doing amazing things with park run getting pbs left right and center and i just feel like a bit of a nobody in the wings at the minute and a bit of an imposter because i'm like i've barely ran forever i mean i did park run this weekend and don't get me wrong massive confidence boost massive but i still feel like oh, it's not where i want to be it's not where i can be um, and I, I've sort of flip-flop from high and low. One minute I'll be really pleased with it, and the next minute I'll be tearing it apart and criticising it, being like, well, it's not what I was before. And I think with Manchester coming up as well, uh, Manchester Marathon, sorry, I've pulled out of that because I've simply not been able to do the training I wanted to do for it. And I know 
I'm going to have FOMO on the day. And don't get me wrong, I will be happy, clappy, cheering, screaming my head off, supporting all the what, what the Fartlet family there doing it. And I'm more than happy to do that because I want to be there and I've accepted that is what's going to happen on the day. But don't get me wrong, like, I'm going to be, like, major FOMO, being like, I wish I was on the other side of the barrier and doing it with everybody. But it's just... I need to put my sensible hat on for a change and I need to be sensible about it and be like, no, I need to take a step back and build back that fitness again. Because otherwise, if I do it, I'm probably I'm going to get injured and then I'm not going to get the time or the enjoyment that I'd want out of it. It's not the experience I want. So I just need to be sensible for a change. But yeah, sorry, I've just like chewed your ears off. <laughs> it's all right, it's all right. <laughs> um, I mean, personally, I have suffered with a, a lot of injuries. Um, I've, I've been touch wood not too bad over the last year. That just niggles. It's not really took me out of action. But that's like one of the reasons why I've not I've not done a marathon because if I go above a certain like weekly mileage, I just seem to pick up injuries. Obviously, I need to you know do some strength work, see a physio, or whatever. But right now. I'm working, I'm doing a degree part-time. I just don't have time for that. I'm just having to be kind of careful with my mileage and stuff. But going back to comparison and comparing yourself to others, something that does kind of annoy me is the whole, like you said, Sammy, you're expected to be able to run a certain time or a certain distance. Yeah. And the fact that people, I don't think people think it, but they kind of sometimes imply that you're not really a runner unless you've done a marathon. Exactly. And yeah. I think that's a lot of crap. Yeah. <laughs> I've just got to be honest. I have got massive respect for anybody who can run a marathon, but it doesn't make you any less of a runner. Yeah. Just because you're not doing a marathon. Um, but you can't help looking at Instagram and seeing what other people are doing and thinking, I want to do that. Why can't I do that? Um, so don't beat yourself up about that. Yeah. At all. Um, you can't and help compare yourself. Yeah, I think that's the problem as well, because I think through Instagram sometimes, as great as it is, I feel like sometimes you're conditioned to think, unless you've run a marathon, don't consider, don't consider yourself a runner. And it's like, uh, but you are. But it's that pressure it puts on you. And I think sometimes people unwillingly don't realise, like, especially the influencers that are on the gram, like your words are powerful what you post is powerful and is it as and does influence people like me i'm impressionable i am really <laughs> honestly i am you like rob says this all the time i am a salesman's dream literally, literally <laughs> like i am so gullible i will listen to anybody and i'll be like yes i will buy some magic beans off you if that's gonna <laughs> if, it, if, it, if i get a money tree from this yes absolutely and it's nonsense and sometimes i just feel like sam stop stop the stop looking at other people's running journeys and I think I posted this last week on, on my own and I have tried to step back as well as much from social media as I can I, I need to stop watching what other people are doing stop looking at their running journey and look at my own and step back on my own journey's path because the the third running journey ain't going to help me and it's not going to help you and it's not going to help you Lou and it's just it's like our good our friend Lucy gets for it. Just do you. Yeah. Just do you. It's the it's the best message that I think anybody 
if we can put it, put that out there for everybody, just do you. Don't tear your hair out like I've been doing. It's not honestly, it's not worth it. Isn't it sad when you think like as children you run, don't you? If you have um I don't know, a child near you, your own or a relative, they will just run in an open field and have the time of their life. Yeah. But then as we get older we're suddenly like oh I, I ran in that field a bit faster last time like um, my eight, eight-year-old niece is never going to say that to me is she she's just going to run because it's fun to run yeah yeah and but yeah as we get older we put all these things in our own head and um like barriers and make it not as fun I think people I mean people say things with the best intentions but it'll be stuff like oh well if you can run a a 5k in this time then why can't you run a half in this time or why can't you run a 10k in this time and then you start looking at other runners and going oh well if they can run that time why can't I run that time and it's just silly like it's you should just be focusing on yourself and your own improvement or if if you're not improving you need to look at it a different way and just think like what do I enjoy? Maybe I need to forget running on the roads for a bit, get out on the trails and forget about times and just do something different if it's making you unhappy and just I don't know. No, bang on. Like do what you enjoy. That is it, because you're not gonna get to the age of ninety two and look back and think, I wish I had managed to do ten K under an hour. Like that's <laughs> like that would be a dream for me right now. But I'm not gonna think that when I am a real old lady. I'm going to think about all the fun times. So don't waste any time being stressed yeah. or upset because you're a minute slower than you want to be or because someone who has had eight hours sleep and all the right hydration and training has managed to run something in a time that you would like to. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? And through the through this like um, realisation, I always have these like epiphanies. It's like it comes and goes like you'll notice through my um, stories and my posts. It's like I have this amazing epiphany going. I'm never going to compare myself to somebody again. And then you wait in a few weeks time. It'll be back because I told you <laughs> it's a vicious cycle, this mental health that I have. And it's like it does come back. It don't go away, unfortunately. Um, and I, I know you think I'm trying to make light of it. It is I do suffer seriously with it and it's just and I know there's quite a lot of people the same on um through the running community who are the same as me and I just want you to know you know you're not alone we all the majority probably are thinking it and it's just it is a struggle and um there's a lot of other issues behind doors with it but it's just it it, it is hard and it is hard to switch off especially with it um, but through my epiphany, I was like, right, well, what do I enjoy running? And this was another chat with Rob that I had. And I was like, well, I enjoy just doing my five and 10 Ks. And I don't I don't mind doing like a cheeky half marathon here and there. And he's like, right, well, why don't we just strip it back and just do back, do that? Get your fitness up, strip it back to basics, bring back in your speed work and just forget about marathons and ultras and and, and everything else in the meantime and just concentrate on your five and ten k's because you you were doing really well building that up and I was like yeah yeah I was doing that really well wasn't I so that's where I'm going with in my life at the minute because I also realized that with my life and my lifestyle the way it is with three unruly children <laughs> and I'll say actually I'll add on a fourth because Rob's a child um <laughs> 
I don't have the time to be running marathons and training for marathons. And that's probably half the problem as well, because I am a busy, busy lady at home with with three children. And it's I can't be out for hours and hours on end. And it was difficult enough when both me and Rob were training for Chester at the same time. It was like a tag team. I'd go out at cock o'clock in the morning. He'd come back. Take your it. You go out. That was all our weekend gone. And it was boring. And it wasn't. It wasn't a life and it was just do you know when suddenly it's like it felt like a chore and I was like no it's not for me I don't really enjoy being out for hours on end especially on my own running because running alone with my thoughts isn't very good for me so yeah mixing running with my life at the moment is strictly 5k's and 10k's at the moment and I'm just going to start building that up and use parkrun as like my little adrenaline rush when I get to do it I mean that's a really good idea I, I didn't want to say it to you at the time because when yeah. you when you decided that you weren't doing Manchester I didn't want to say why don't you think about entering the 10k and focusing on that instead because the last thing you want is somebody throwing another goal at you and you're going I don't want that right now yeah yeah I think that's a great idea because you know you've not got the time pressure it's easier to it's you've still got to coordinate with Rob and you know figure out when you can fit things in but it's going to be a shorter session it's not going to be hours on your own um so yeah that's a really good idea Lou how do you feel about mixing your running with your lifestyle at the moment how are you getting on yeah fine and I did at the beginning it was like like I said earlier no I've said I'm going to run four miles that's what I'm going to do today whereas now it's like I don't you don't know how each night will be or how you'll feel each day or how the morning's going so in seven days I have these three runs to do or try and do them and that's it but actually Freddie is a priority and he comes first and then next comes my sleep and if I've not slept well or I'm not feeling it I won't run so I'm a lot more uh less what's the word crazy over it now (laughs) That's good. And Emma, how are you? What mixing it? Because I know you're busy, busy doing your degree and working behind the scenes with that. Because you're working so hard and doing so well with it, mate. How are you getting on with it? Yeah, I mean, I'm in my final year of my degree. I'm doing it part time, but it's not part time. It's in the same time scale as the full timers, and I'm working as well. Yeah. So, um, I don't know how you you two manage it having kids um so hats off to you because that I just that just must be so difficult but I'm just finding finding hard to find the time and when I do have free time I kind of feel I just as soon as I've got free time if I have to sit down to relax I'm just thinking you need to be doing some work I just feel like it's just weighing over my head um and I'm finding it hard to convince myself to get out sometimes so I'm trying to arrange to like get out with Ben or meet people for a run because then I have to go because yeah. as soon as I'm out running, it's just that headspace and it's just clearing out the crap out of my head that's spinning around my head from work and uni work. And I know I'll feel better once I've been, but it's just getting my ass out the door. But it's the hardest thing, isn't it? Even the weekend just gone, I had 10k to run and Edward was like, oh, how long will we be out? Well, I've got 10k, but I'll probably just do five because it looks a bit windy outside and it look and you start putting all these things out. But the second I was outside, I was like, what the hell am I 
lying to myself like I've had a good night's sleep let's go for this long run and take in this free time yeah I like I like um I'm supposed to be a day at uni a week this year and it's all been distance learning so it's a day sat staring at your laptop which if anybody works from home I'm sure you know what that's like so as soon as I get out it's like oh my god fresh air there's mm. out here I can say hello to all the dogs um I'm just excited to be outside so yeah I'm always happy when I'm out so I don't know why I end up wasting so much time trying to get myself out of the door I could have run twice as far I started packing the other day like I was dressed ready for my run and Edward was like okay cool Freddie's napping you go out and run uh, and I was like well I'll just help you pack this bookcase because we're moving and I'm doing it and he's like will you just go <laughs> like, <laughs> what's wrong with me I've got my trainers on and my airpods in like just go out the door but instead I'm packing up part of the living room because I was nervous too you're throwing up a house uh, throwing in a house move along with uh, everything else then Oh yeah, casual. <laughs> you, you didn't mention that. That's not stressful at all. <laughs> yeah, it's all fun. I've just got this twitch that's happened in my left eye, um, <laughs> and these veins come out of my head. Otherwise, we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about moving. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's it. Procrastinating. That's the word. Usually, I can never say it. I'm so happy I just said it the first time. Then <laughs> say it again. <laughs> procrastinating <laughs> I feel like I've learned something well right Emma then what's your why for running why do you do it um yeah it is it is that headspace so I've, I've never been into fitness I, I kind of I didn't used to do sports um I'd say through my teens and my my late teens and my 20s I was very much just boozing and not really uh, doing any exercise and then I decided you know I, I wanted to start going to the gym to stay slim but I, I didn't like cardio I just avoided cardio and you just kind of think if you slim then you must be fit but um I've been on a night out and one of my one of my friends was saying on about parkland like you should you should try park run. I'm like, I don't run. I don't like running. I've tried it a few times and I hated it. Um so but no, I got I got bullied into it and I went to park run with a hangover. Um and it was awful because it was lock park, bands of park run, it is hilly. Um I struggled massively. But for some reason I was like this was that difficult that I need to get better at it. Um so I started running. And I just found that I've always suffered with anxiety. Um, I used to get panic attacks and that kind of thing. And it's just been a, a very good coping mechanism for all of that. I've found that I've, I've just, it's just been, it has been life changing. It has been, it makes such a big difference. Just getting out for that headspace, that bit of fresh air, um, that little bit of an adrenaline pump. And then I've made so many friends through it. So I joined a club, um, made so many lovely friends through that. And then obviously I've met Ben and met all you lovely people. <laughs> I mean, I was on Instagram before, but I didn't really do much with it. So it's opened up all that world and all these, all the lovely Fartlek family and runners are just the most supportive. I mean, I know we've been just been on about comparison and how it, it can be difficult, but 
it's not all bad. No, and it's there's just the support you get from the running community. They're just the friendliest people you could wish to meet. And you end up being friends with people of all ages and backgrounds that you might never have like come to be friends with in any other situation. But it's just it's just wonderful. I just love it. So yeah, I'd say definitely massively for our mental health. Um, feel so much fitter and healthier for it as well. Um, and the people. You love the people. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Lou, what's your why? Why do you run? Um, right now it is, like I've said before, because, and it's not selfish, that's the wrong word to use because it's not selfish, but it is just for me because it makes me happy and it makes me happier to be around uh, because I like a king size pot noodle. Um, yeah, and that's it because I enjoy it. Actually, yeah, that's why. You know, like all this week, I've been thinking, why do I run? What's my why for something deep? Like there is nothing deep. It's because I enjoy it. I enjoy putting on a podcast, uh, this one, for example. I was just going to say, it better be this one. (laughs) (laughs) And just running and listening to it and that's it. And yeah, I love it. Um, But sorry, there's nothing deeper. They're all for someone to think, wow, that could be turned into a quote. It's because I enjoy it. Now back off. No, I'm Um, Sam, what's your why? And I hope it's deep or better than mine. My why, oh God, I'm going to send you all to sleep. My why is initially I came into running because Rob kept bugging me to do park run. And he started, he discovered it. Well, he didn't discover it, but he was like, <laughs> discover it. <laughs> he was like, come to this, come to this park run event. I was like, what, what do you do? Well, we run around a park. I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, you, you, come on, you used to enjoy doing sport when you were like young and that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then knowing me being me, I was like, oh, I'll be still 16 year old Sammy's fitness. I'll breeze it. Was I wrong? Um, hated every minute of it, but thought like Emma, I, I can do better than that. So got a little bit hooked. Wanted to go back to do better. And then when I saw the amount of friends Rob made online through running and saw how passionate and excited he was for me to get involved and to have that as a hobby for us both as a couple and for us to do it together I sort of latched onto that and got swept into that whole oh this is amazing I enjoy it but then I actually really did and like like you Emma it, it helps my mental health massively as much as sometimes it's a hindrance and it does send me off on um a bit of a downer sometimes with like my performance and comparison of others when I'm on a high I'm on a high and I can't explain that high to everybody unless you know you, you have it yourself it's just sometimes you know when you make that do that achievement or you have a you have a really good run and it just makes you feel good about yourself and what you've done and it's like oh, it's, it's amazing and that's what that's my why like and don't get me wrong when when the bad times are here bad times are here we just roll with it we get through it we build a bridge we get over it um 
and then just wait for the next wave to come. But when you're in that moment and everything's going so well and it does help my mental health a lot when I'd be able to have that little headspace away from everybody, away from stresses of life. And it's like what you said as well, Emma, before, take myself off on the trails or go around Rother Valley. You know, that's like my little sanctuary going around there. And it's it's nice just to get away and just to, detate, to detach away from the bullshit sometimes of the harsh realities of life. So, yeah, that's my why. I like it. Are you still there? Yeah, I was just sitting there thinking, wow, all of that. And I said, because I enjoy it. No, let's bring it back to a serious subject. Now, everybody, I'm sorry to bring this fun podcast to such a serious situation. But earlier I asked what your favourite snack was. And I asked it out of the blue with no warning. So hopefully you've had time to think about it. I apologise, Emma. I'm going to come back to you for your favourite sweet and savoury snack. Not sweet and savoury together, like separate, two snacks. One sweet, one savoury. Like, I can't pick one snack. I'm going to say that, like, anything biscuity that's entirely covered in chocolate, um, preferably really thick chocolate. Like, I don't know if they like the McVitie's rounds that are, like... Oh yeah, from yeah. the like the box, the selection. Oh no, I think you can get them solo in a pack actually, can't yeah. you? Yeah, we went a bit mad in Tesco yesterday. You know when you get your um, you get your money back from your points and then your double points, and it was like, oh, we're gonna save this much this week, and I think we just spent it. On <laughs> well, that's what it's there for. <laughs> and yeah, sweets. Okay, so you've gone biscuits and sweets as your favourite sweet snack. Yeah, yeah. I've just gone a bit generic there, haven't I? Just <laughs> bored. I like it. You're not committing to any. <laughs> I can't commit to one snack. <laughs> what about savoury? Can you commit to a savoury snack or do you like crisps? I don't really have savoury snacks. I've got, got this to probably go straight for the sweet covered all the time. Wow. Um, Sam, how about you? Have you got a sweet or savoury or both or just bored again? I have a confession to make. I never never know what savoury is or what savoury means. And, you know, when people go, are you sweet or savoury? I just say sweet because I'm like, I don't even know what savoury is. (laughs) Like, are you sweet or savoury? I'm sorry, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Savoury for this, it might be different for everyone else, but I'm saying crisps. So favourite sweet snack and favourite crisps. Okay, so my favourite sweet is all time chocolate. The only problem is being vegan, I have to sift through all different types of chocolates to be able to distinguish which chocolate I like because I'm very picky when it comes to my chocolate. As a child, I would not have the crap one pound advent calendar at Christmas. It had to be a proper one, either Galaxy or Dairy Milk because I was a Christmas calendar snob. But um, now being a vegan... Um, it's hard to come by nice chocolate. It's really, really hard. But the Galaxy um, vegan bars are really nice. However, something has just knocked that off the top spot. Time to get fittish. Polly Charlton, um, lovely Paul, has been um, unindating, with, unindating me with lint 
vegan chocolate and i'm telling you now everybody it's the future it is amazing it tastes just like the real thing and it's if not better so lint vegan chocolate is my favorite sweet um for savory it's crisps which crisps do i go for because again there's not really a lot that i can choose from i'm gonna go barbecue pringles barbecue flavored flavored pringles that's my that's my savory snack nice Lou, what about you so i savory i am a savory person for those people that like to ask that question uh favorite crisps have to be either pringles Mm-hmm. and i'm not committing no i'm not committing emma You've was so to. broad <laughs> okay no i'll commit because it depends what mood i'm in but every mood plain pringles suit plain pringles, plain pringles. or knickknacks the orange oh. pack oh i used to Ooh. like knickknacks that used to be nice mm. actually yeah hula hoops beef hula hoops that might be my yeah the big o's they're mm. nice do you and lift your pringles Yes, you have to all yeah. round. I just wanted to check and just make sure I weren't the only one. I know I wasn't the only one in like the world to do it, but I just wanted to see if I was like if it. I bet I'm the only one in the world that just done the action, even though our cameras are <laughs> off and no one can see me, and I've not got a Pringle in my hand. I just <laughs> acted like I was licking one. So That's really weird. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I might do a video of it and show you, and then sweet. Has to be. I don't know what that sounded like. Sorry. Um, either a Twix or Maltesers, and this will flip the nation, split the nation. Has to come from the fridge. <gasps> Cold chocolate. Yes. I like it melty. I like it melty. Oh no, I like the crunch. I like the hard. Might crack your tooth. <laughs> have you? Oh, I'll tell you now. Like, have you ever, Lou? Have you ever had a battered Mars bar? No, and I I need to. Edward never talks you. about it like no. probably weekly. He'll talk about that, and yeah, I've never had one. You need to try it. But I've never you need to try it. Well, I can't now, obviously. But when when you come up north, up north, <laughs> come up north and have a battered Mars bar, you'll love it. Okay, that's the first thing I'm going to do. The second I step north, <laughs> you might get a nosebleed though, like Jack did. <laughs> Oh, from being north. I thought you yeah. meant the battered Mars bar. I was like, how no. intense is it? I don't know if I no. want to risk it. When Jack when Jack came and did that ultra that the boys did, apparently. Do you, do you know about this ultra that they did? No, I've not heard about it. I've not heard. No, I've no. not heard about it. Apparently, they did something a few weeks back near Pendle or something. I don't know. Just I think JP was, and Jack. No yeah, JP there, and Jack. I don't think anybody else did it. Um yeah, they uh, Jack went so far up north he got a nosebleed, bless him. <laughs> oh, Jack. And so I feel bad for Matthew. Congratulations. What well done, Tiny Dancer. You did it. We're proud. I think that's our subjects, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yeah. We've talked about it. So, yeah. I, for a while. We did. Sorry. I hope, um, well, I, I hope it resonated with um, many of you, if not some. And if anybody anybody does relate to it or has any questions or, you know, thinks that actually there's some advice I can give the girls, drop us a message. We're always here to chat. If anybody wants to speak to us about it, please do. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Hello, lads and ladies. 
SMJ here, and it's question time with me and another guy. So why don't you come on, have a sit on my knee, grab an animal, and let's stroke it together. You ask, I'll answer. One time only. For the whole series. Wink emoji face. How are you, Satman Drum? So I'm just doing my little um, walking music. Hello, lad. I'm, uh, I'm good, thanks. How are you, lad? Not too bad. You're not out of breath, are you? Not out not of breath. Not at all. No, I know you're quite a fit man with capital F and capital I and a capital T. So um, if the boys and girls want to know, we're doing more exercising again. We did the park run recently. We went up to Ben Nevis, although not the full way, which really annoyed me. And today we're going out for a lovely walk in the countryside, aren't we, Snapman? Yeah, it's nice. I've got uh, my old pal Liz with me. You've got to call her Queen, obviously. Queen Liz. Yeah. She's, go on, Liz, catch up. Oh, she's good, isn't she? I'm she glad is she good. bought those twiglets. I know. We have to call her um, Queen, obviously, but when we're not record, when we're not chatting on the podcast, all you boys and girls, we call her Liz. We're, we're down like that. We call her Liz. She calls Statman just SMJ, and she calls me Jack Keith. And um, you call her Queen Elizabeth. Only I call her Liz or yeah. L-Dog or L. Although last night, though, Statman John, when we were in that little cute pub and I had a few too many gins and old Liz there had, had a few too many whiskeys, you know, we were on first name terms then. But you you weren't to know. She didn't want me to tell you because she didn't want you to give me a strike. Bloody hell. Oh, Liz, behave yourself. Put your leg away. She was awful last night, wasn't she? She was pole dancing and everything. I said, you guys should have seen it. Next time we'll film it, but um, her security told us not to. But next time we'll sneak a little recording in, won't we, Statman? You will not. Who who are they? You see that group up above? They look lost. Should well, we seven see? of them. We can see who they are, yeah? Guys, guys, you all right? Why are you saying they've never had a dream come true? Never met oh. someone like me before. That was cute, Statman. John, you, knew, you know who they are, don't you? No, I don't. Do, I don't. Do you want me to tell you? Go on. You must have heard their songs. Bring it all back to me. Tell me who they are. It says Club 7. Never heard of them. You all you right, never, kids? You've never heard of them before, Statman? No. You Never at all? No. Not one of their songs? No. Okay, well, I'm going to have to do some uh, I'm going to have to do some education with you on the way back. But for the for the meantime, they're a really famous pop band. Well, used to be a really famous pop band. Guys, uh, you want a quick picture? Shall we let me do a self-timer? Everyone get down. Liz, get in between me and Jay. Come on. Right. Right. Every, everyone. everyone, reach for the stars. That's it. Oh, we got it. I hope you didn't blink, you old blondie. Yeah, right, she, um, she was moving. Don't stop moving, all right, guys? Just stay where you are. Don't stop moving, because this photo needs to be ace. I'll bet there ain't no party like an S-Club party. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. Right, see you later, kids. See you later. Be good. Cool. Um, right, let's go, Satman Drunk, because me and you, you're my number one, and we need to answer some questions. Yes, we do. You haven't mentioned my mask. Sorry, guys. I know I need to keep mentioning Sam Andrews' mask today. He's uh, wearing a RuPaul Ru- mask and he looks very, very um, disturbing because these masks are getting more and more real. And I don't know if it's him or whether it's the person he's dressed up as, like Matt, the other week. That's it, man. And many faces. Any reason why you're wearing this mask today, Sam Andrews? Because you've been the sh- you've been Shrek. Uh, you've been the Hulk. You've been a Power Ranger, you've been the Gruffalo, and now you're actually a real-life person. Yes, uh, I find RuPaul very attractive, mm. you know, gorgeous, uh, male and female. And it's uh, International Women's Week, actually. Should we mention that, lad? 
it is International Women's Week, Samantha, and I know your good friend Lou has been recording the podcast this week. She's not a good friend. We you, are related. True, related. You haven't spoken to her in a long time, though, have you? Because you've been on your travels. Yeah, I've been on the run. You've been um, on the run. But yeah, happy uh, International Women's Week, day, year, all the ladies Decades out century. there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, right, so I have a question first. Yeah, you go first, Amandron. Who are you going to oh. do first? Well, who am I going to do? All right, Liz, calm down. Go and look at those trees. Um, right, who have I got here? At Rob Corns, 84. Um, a lot of the older guys in the group are talking about graph porn. Full stop. Should I be doing it? Question mark. Who's going first? Um, I'll go first, Amandron, if you want. Go on, then. Yeah, cool. So graph porn originates from our lovely man, John Pickup. You know John Pickup, don't you? JP? Mm-hmm. Yep, the cooler JP. Uh, middle name Keith, part of the Keith clan, hashtag Keith clan. Um, and he started graph porn. So Rob, it's when you do your run on Strava and all the, say, if you do a progression and each mile progresses lovely and it, you know, when it looks really aesthetically pleasing, all you do a speed session, all your intervals are nice and high up and all your recoveries are nice and down low and it just just looks very pretty i think you should get involved i'm pretty sure you're over the age of 18 which is the age you have to be to partake in graph porn um whack it up on your stories hashtag graph porn tag jp tag anywhere else me and statman john might like a bit of graph porn we may not acknowledge it but we like graph porn um and put it up there but remember don't put it up midday because some kids may be on the on the gram as they call it and i think it's too much for them what about you, Statman John? Do you think Rob should partake in the graph porn? Well, you said a lot of words, and for those of you that were listening, you might have heard I'd done a little burp halfway through that. <laughs> uh, didn't cover it in time. Um, right, I've, I've been quiet on this subject until now. It's time for me to say something. Cool. Age doesn't come into it at all. What about those younger guys and girls? What about everyone? But in answer to your question, Rob, no. You shouldn't. You should make up your own and do graph corn. Make it bumpy like a corn of cob. Cob of corn. I've forgotten how it's said. Mm, I like it. Also similar to his second name. Yes, yes, it is. I didn't mm. even do that on purpose. Make your own one, Rob. Be your own person. Be your own, Rob Corn. Eighty-four. Shall I? Shall I do the next one? Yes. Cool. So I'm gonna go with Gary Ludwin. Gary underscore Ludwin, if you will, and he says. If I were to pick a running role model, who should it be? And I've, I'm just going to go and play. I know I did the last one, Sam and John, jumping the gun, going away from the script. But I'm going to jump in straight away and just say, be yourself, Gary. Be who you pick, who you want to be in five years time and try and be that person, whether that means you're going to be a quicker runner, whether that means you're going to run with more people and try and interact with more people make some running friends or whether it just means that you're just gonna in five years time you just want to be enjoying your running so your role model will be to enjoy running so if you're not enjoying something change it up and do something different with running whether that be slowing down and just enjoying the scenery or going running the trails so I think that's who I think you should be uh, or of course you can just be Statman John because he's obviously he should be the role model of everyone on this earth what about you Statman John who do you think uh, Gary um, should pick as his role model. Gary, it should be myself, me. That's the answer. There you go. Short and simple. Yes. Um, on to oh, my man, my man. Let's talk about that graph porn some more. Right, at Papa underscore Penfold underscore 
runs. What a guy. The big P. Uh, what he man. has hey, what a man, what a man. He's asked me, um, how do I stop the urge to run faster than I should during a club speed session? Uh, shall I go first for once? Yeah, you go first for once. I've been taking the limelight stat man. You have, having me come last. Right, so um Pepper. It's more of a question of um when you last shaved. So I need you to think, uh has it been three days since you shaved? If the answer is yes, you need to be running as fast as possible. So fast you're continuously being sick out your mouth and your nose. It's the only way to naturally reset your uh, speed monitor. But uh, otherwise, keep a steady pace. Uh, just visualise the Titanic's iceberg melting. That's it. OK, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. He is awful at going off too quick in the speed sessions, that man. Oh, He's no. horrendous. Um, I would say, personally, uh, Dad, Glenn, Papa Penfold, I'd personally say um treat it like a race you need to sort of like calm down at the start maybe go off with someone else in the group rather than trying to catch on someone uh stick who you think you're normally with and let them set the pace because speed sessions are a little bit newer to you recently um and just remember it's going to hurt so you may as well delay that hurt and make sure it hurts in the last two reps and not the first two reps that's what i would say it's going to take a while but just try and be a little bit more disciplined and oh, sure. uh, and happy birthday. It was his birthday, wasn't it? Young it man? was his birthday, yes. Uh, on the 5th of March, recently just gone. Fantastic. Obviously, he's got me as a son, so that's the best gift in the world, isn't that right, Statman? No, on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next one. I'll, I'll take, off, take up the last one. And this is from the lovely Andy Callan. And he says, all right, team, I've got a question. How much should you feed a newborn baby? My daughter is two weeks old and she just can't get enough of the boob. I'm worried she's getting too much of a good thing. Go on, Sam and John, I'll let you start off with that one. Well, Andy, first of all, congratulations. Mm. Uh, second, obviously, you can never have too much of a good thing. Um, I myself have taught myself to produce milk um, from the left breast, and I feed myself with it every Thursday during September. So uh, just continue latching on and enjoy it. Mm. I think I agree completely with Sam John. You can never get too much of a good thing. Let that baby take in all the milk she needs or he needs. Be big and strong. And uh, again, congratulations. Be proud to be a granddad. You don't look at Andy, to be fair. I don't think he's the granddad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His daughter's two weeks old <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I read it wrong, Sam John. Instead of filling the silence, I'm just going to uh, <laughs> let you sit in it. <laughs> I read it wrong. I apologise, Andy. You definitely don't look like a granddad in that case. <laughs> Although congratulations when that time does come. <laughs> You're right there, Statman. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. I cannot believe that just crying happened. With, crying with laughter, are you, Statman? No, not at all. You disgust me. I tell you what, the way the oh. sun's coming down and glistening off, those beads of sweat of awkwardness from your head. Yeah, awkwardness and tiredness of running. Running away look... from your thoughts. You actually look quite quite handsome there, lad. Do you? You're going to make me cry as well, Stepman, John. You've never... Shh, shh. Just Sorry. Don't why, speak. Are you, 
Why are you coming in to hug me, Statmandron? Let's we... go in slow motion. Are we going for a kiss? Oh, I pucker up my lips. Right, guys, we've got our roll call coming up and we've done it this week with a different, obviously, for International Women's Day. So we put a shout out for all you lovely lot to give a shout out to your inspirational women and ladies in your life. So to kick us off, Rob Corns has given a shout out to Clermanen for being an awesome coach, training buddy and Nadine for smashing it in the Park Run Cup. Nice. And then we've got our very own Matty Owls. Uh, he has shouted out Donna. She's an amazing mum, partner and has smashed running since starting in 2020. Ah. And then we've got our Jack Penfold running. He has shouted out his fiance Beth, for never giving up in work, uni, running. You're amazing. And a little oh. love that. We love our Beth as well, don't we? And we've got Nadine on the run, at Lucy Gets Fit, the ultimate comeback queen and ultra inspiration. Well done. Nice. Oh, so cute. Then we've got JP Runs Free. He has shouted out his pal, uh, smashed her 10K PV today. Much more to come. She is on flame emoji. Fire. <laughs> well done, Paul. She well smashed done, it today. Well done. And then we've got Sean Baxter. Um, he wants to shout out his daughter. I apologise if I pronounce this name wrong. His daughter, Celine, on her new junior park run PB this week. That's lovely. Yay, well done, Celine. Um, we've got 70 Neil P. I believe that's Neil Pacey's uh, IG handle. His wife, Debs, for just being amazing and to his mum for being mum. Well done. So cute. And I'm sorry, I think we're about to bring back the song. I have got Julie, Julie, Julie. Oh. <laughs> that was war in time. And next year, we'll apologise about that. But, uh, <laughs> Julie, 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 72. She was shouted out Kathy, a.k.a. Sunflowers, for never giving up. Well done. Absolutely, Kathy. You never give up. And then we've got Haley runs here. Um, she shouted out a couple of people, so she shouted out her mum, couldn't have gotten through two lots of marathon training without her, and she's also shouted out her wife, she's just started her fitness journey, not running, I'll say yet, but super proud of her, I added the yet, Haley's not said that, but she might Amazing. <laughs> We've got Lindsay. Sorry, Lindsay, I can't see your IG handle to shout out your um, name. However, you've given a shout out to Kerry Broughton for her commitment to marathon training, having a tough time with a knee niggle, but staying positive. And I think she's a rock star. Proud of you, girl. And we are proud of you, too. So cute. And then I've got Andy Callan. He has said... I'd like to shout out my amazing wife, Steph, on the birth of our beautiful baby daughter, Evelyn. She was born on Valentine's Day. Brackets, congratulations, guys. That's from us, close brackets. <laughs> Parenthood has not been a straightforward journey for us, but despite all the hardships, Steph has carried herself with grace and dignity and is the most amazing mum. I love both my girls to the moon and back, but I know I'd be half the person I am without Steph by my side huge love heart from all of us that's so cute oh andy and congrats again <laughs> yeah congratulations congratulations 
We've had a lovely one. Um, this featured in the newsletter, um, this little story. Um, but uh, Darren McSweeney's wrote in to shout out for his wife again. So he said, I have my rock Lisa alongside me every step of my running journey. She's my why. Her battle in incurable secondary breast cancer every day makes me running marathons seem paltry sometimes. But she's there at the finish line or on the course supporting me or as she was in London doing both and puts up with my absence on a long training run Sundays with no complaints at all. She knows it gives me the mental escape from the pressures and encourages me 100%. And that is just lovely. Oh, that's lovely. And I've got a last one here. Um, if I think you might know him, Emma. All right. <laughs> um, I've got a shout out to Emma for being the amazing, kind, intelligent and caring person she is for all the work she does for the NHS and for all the effort she puts into her degree outside of work to come into races and being my number one fan and also for being the best parkrun tourism buddy ever. Love you, babe. And a massive love heart. From our Ben. Oh, oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. Love is in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he totally popped in the room and then just did it when he realised it was going to be uh, <laughs> his message. Is like, when he said pop, then I thought he's totally just popped the question. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Have we got to want the father wedding? <laughs> That's so cute. Um, Edward, sorry, have you not wrote in? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's it now. Rob's in trouble. Rob is in trouble. <laughs> right then. So that is our roll call for this week. Thank you very much for sharing those lovely moments for us to read out for the extraordinary, wonderful and inspirational women in your life. We salute you all. And of course, for all you ladies out there, you are doing amazing, wonderful things. So if you didn't get a shout out, don't worry about it, because I didn't get one either. <laughs> and neither did Lou. Yeah. So it's OK. <laughs> shout each other out. That's it. Yeah. I love you, Lou. And I love you. <laughs> so uh, is that it ladies are we done got to do thank yous we and got we didn't cry and no we one cried cry. no no one did cry no if joe had come on i, I definitely would have cried. i don't think we could have done it if joe come on no i think we'd have all just been crying yeah so with that in said we've got our thank you so i suppose we better thank the boys i don't know why they didn't do anything this week but i suppose i, t I tell a lie matt's gonna do the graphics and rob's gonna edit it so it's not it's not all bad but thank you very much to ben jp matty paul oh. rob of course and um, anybody else we said Jack, didn't we? Oh, no, we didn't say Jack. Oh, no, I've thanked him enough in Jack? this whole episode. We did, He's and I thanked quite a him lot. as well, yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, we've got, obviously, Joe. Can't forget our Josephine. And then we've got our lovely voice note from Kat. Um, Graham Lindley sings the fiend tune, writes the fiend tune. Awesome. And so, of course, all our listeners and our Fartlek family, we wouldn't be doing this without you guys. So thank you very much for tuning in every week to listen to us. And we hope we haven't bored you to tears this week. <laughs> Please be kind. And if you've not enjoyed it, we don't want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your negative vibes away. <laughs> Good feedback only, thanks. Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> no, seriously, my mental health can't take it. <laughs> um, next week, who have we got, Emma? So next week we have the founder of Pretty Athletic, uh, Layla Cooper. Um, so this oh. is a skincare brand, especially for female athletes. Um, it's nice. all created to be better for your skin during exercise. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for that one. Excited, yeah. I, I do like Layla's um, stories. She's very engaging on um, IG, so really interested to listen to that. Um, yeah, something to look forward to. Um, Lou, where can people find you if they want to find you on IG? Uh, on Instagram. I was about to share my address. I am yeah. at sweat underscore much delicious. Mm, <laughs> tasty. <laughs> Emma, where can we find you? Uh, on Instagram, I am at EmmaJJ85. Awesome. And if anybody is interested enough to want to follow or look at me, not in the way. <laughs> look at um, you. I want to look at Sam. <laughs> I want to look at you. Um, I am Sam underscore runs underscore Hitchmo. So this week I was getting really, really excited to do the car, but we've had um, somebody else come and do it for us. Simon Runner 78's daughter has kindly done, our, uh, done us a car to end the show on. So shall we play the clip? And ladies, shall we get the hell out of here? Let's go. Let's go. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.